People involved in the arts come to understand endless nature through direct experience, which is part of all the arts. A personal pursuit of art is so important to a person's sense of well-being. It will teach you the true nature of life up front, if you pay attention. That was a quote from the book by Thomas Sterner, The Practicing Mind. And this week on the Creative Habits Podcast, we've got a look at The Practicing Mind. My name is Wyatt Crispin, and I'll be your host. Enjoy the show. All right, well, so this week on the Creative Habits Podcast, we're going to be doing something a little bit different. We're going to be looking at the book, uh, The Practicing Mind by Thomas Sterner. So the first part of this is, well, is you know, why what is the this week? Mind. You know, I want to and, try something uh, different and talk about the practicing mind. It's because at Thomas the core, Sterner. it's a habit of knowing And really the at the heart of that, that book basically need itself to is um, you get to looking at the, the practice of something intentionally focusing, focusing upon those actions. Goals goals while the goal is themselves. just nothing new basically falls away uh, there, but only what's a point of, uh, enticing about reading the book and understanding what it has to say is that you can actually weave it into what you do with project. So... It's if you're like, like me, sailing, you, you, you want to read a lot of books. You want to, uh, you know, listen to at a, a point uh, of different audiobooks, but then and you may not have the time. Sailing. So if you're you don't have the, the time, wind, back and forth, um, and everyone's that's you okay because say, right okay, now I'm going to cover getting, some of the main core um, points of the practice of mind that you basically incorporate into your next project. I need to adjust the direction I'm going. So if you look at that in terms of a project, right? Okay, Same so sort of the, thing. I'm, I'm going to give you a quote that a lot of times it's, gets it's, the heart uh, of easy to get goal oriented. Uh, quote, rather than what is required oriented. is that you are aware of what you um, want to achieve, which isn't an uncommon that you know the motions uh, scenario, you must what intentionally repeat to accomplish nice the goal, that and that you execute down, your actions he lays without down practical emotions or judgments to just stay on um, course. Weave unquote. the habit into your life. So basically, uh, he's. At the core, the the four S's. He calls them the four S's. Now, They're Thomas spends a lot of time um, um, providing you know, stories, backstory, small, on, short, and slow. You know, so uh, simplify small. Thomas short, provides a lot I of backstory, just, um, which is great. Broke too, down into one to short to. sentence. Basically, said Thomas break down a, a project into and it's interesting. sections, um, small enough really to accomplish. He's trying to, to reinforce that. That's it. The, You're basically the deconstructing is what you need to what's do. What's so the hardest part? It's short and enough that's so because you can do it we often come in, to a uh, task like the Pomodoro and effect. start it. You're doing a short and then our mind so starts done. to derail um, it through judgments, in, in a way that's uh, not through emotions. Make you feel, and he's saying uh, just overwhelmed. intentionally you know, so if you, if you disregard so those so emotions so and here, stay focused uh, Thomas, enough uh, so that you can break down the overall goal into small sections when you do that you are actually more efficient find that focus than when you think you're working faster but you're letting your mind go and you're saying oh this is stupid this isn't going to work or you know nobody's going to like this or um you're still caught up in emotions the part that's interesting or you think about oh god i have so much stuff i need to do today um so i have to get what he means by slow he's saying if you actually what I mean by slow is that you slow down it allows you to pay attention to what you're focus doing. on the task this pace and will you'll actually get your personality more and the task done and enjoy it. If you're washing the car, you move the sponge in your hand at a pace slow enough to allow you to observe your actions in detail. This will differ from, say, the slow pace at which you learn a computer program. If you're aware of what you're doing, then you're probably working at the appropriate pace. The paradox of slowness is that you will find you accomplish the task more quickly and with less effort because you are not wasting energy, unquote. Now, that last part is really important and one he delves into a lot. It's the wasting energy part. And he provides a lot of different stories, which are great. 
Um, one of them is, is is being behind in tuning pianos. He tunes pianos, and there's a lot of monotony within tuning pianos. So he um, found that he was just going to say, "Okay, I'm I'm going to try to tune this piano slowly, deliberate slowness, uh, because you know just to see what what would happen. I'll just do it for this short part." And he he. When he incorporated deliberate slowness into setting his tools out one by one, let's say, he actually reduced stress, enjoyed the job more, and got it done faster. Now, um, he, he knows that the most won't believe uh, that he actually got the job done faster. It's a paradox of slowness, and it does not seem logical, but it works. So it's it's try it and see. So using the practicing mind. So, you know, that's the, the four S's. Basically at the core is, you know, weaving that into what you're doing. So so one easy way to start is when you're working on a project, when you get impatient, stop and realize what you're thinking about and refocus deeply on the task at hand by slowing down. So here's some Sterner. Quote, experiencing patience is one of the first symptoms of not being in in the present moment, not doing what you are doing and not staying process-oriented. Staying in the present moment is one of the hardest lessons to learn. We are always dropping out of the now and letting our minds lead us around by the nose to who knows where, unquote. Now, uh, again, he he does deliberate on that point uh, in the book because there's judgment and emotion which tend to derail focus. Judgments happen all the time. Your mind is continually judging what you're doing and attaching past emotional garbage to it. So what happens is your ability to focus upon a particular task is derailed by your thinking about the next thing you have to do or the fight that you had the night before. One way around the judgments and emotional impact is in looking at patience, patience with yourself and patience with others. The second step in creating Patience is understanding, accepting there is no such thing as reaching the point of perfection in anything. What you perceive as perfection is always relative to where you are in any area of your life. Unquote. Now, that part is pretty important. Perfection kills. Perfection is an area of life that drives our current culture to no end. To no end, literally. Um, it drives people to kill themselves. It drives people to just go insane. It also, for some, they think they're reaching a different level by going towards perfection. However, the process of getting to the next stage is what gets you there. Um, so, you know, people have different opinions, but it's if you look at perfection... In anything you do, what he's saying here is that you what you perceive as perfect perfect is always relative to where you are in any area of your life. So it's that classic, um, once you learn more deeply about an art, you realize there's a lot more to learn, and you just keep going deeper. And so that's always uh, a benefit to have the beginner's mind. So, um, quote, we are undertaking an art that is infinite and has potential for growth. And because of that, we need to prepare to let go of the goal of being good at it quickly. There is no goal to reach other than pursuing the activity. This is not an e easy perspective to 
function from because it is so contrary to everything else we do all day. At work, this report needs to be done. That meeting is at 2 p.m. and so on. Every task has a beginning uh, at a point and a closure. We pursue an art form to escape this constant task mentality and to indulge in the total relaxation that flows from the understanding that what we are doing has no end. Wherever we are in the process is where we should be, unquote. So it's, it's undertaking at the core, undertaking that idea of perfection as being something that is not static, but rather ongoing, is relative. Quote, progress is a natural result of staying focused in the, on the process of doing anything. When you stay on purpose, focused in the present moment, the goal to comes towards you with frictionless ease. However, when you constantly focus on the goal you are aiming for, you push it away instead of pulling it towards you. Unquote. So what I got out of this is that when you have a skill, it's not like, I know this and that's it. It's, I practice this. This is what I practice. So instead of working, I'm practicing. There is no perfect um, thing at the end of a project. It's a practice as you delve deeper into a particular skill, and you're just using that project to delve deeper, always. You can't say ever, okay, this is what I do, and, and that's it. You will always go deeper within your skill, and that's what practice does each time you initiate a project. It's practice to go deeper. It's the zen of, of practicing towards perfection, but perfection never really arriving because you can always go deeper. The problem comes when you have an output for a particular project, and so it has to be seen as perfect. But if you look at any uh, professional, you'll notice a progression in their work, even as they go deeper. And you may not be able to see that depth of perfection because you're not at the stage they are. So those that are will be able to see it more closely because they know what to look for, because they are, in fact, able to go as deep as, as someone else at their level. So for the layman, once someone reaches a certain level, then that's it. That's the moment of perfection because they can't see any deeper, whereas those that are at that professional level will be able to see the imperfections, so to speak, and the stages keep going. They know where the stages keep going. The layman won't. So that's why the, I think that's why the myth of perfection remains because on the outside, the, to the layman on the outside, there is a level of perfection they can't see beyond. Anyway, it's an interesting uh, idea uh, the art of practicing uh, on an ongoing basis instead of shooting for perfection, shooting for practice. And then you're in the moment, like you're, when you're making something, you're creating something, you are, you are creating that element, you're creating that art, you're creating that cup or, or music or um, written piece, and you're creating it for that particular moment. There isn't, oh, I have to get this out. It's, ooh, I get a chance to go deeper. Even if someone else may not notice that depth, I will 
and that's enough. There is the joy. There is a joy within that. That's it for this week's podcast on the Creative Habits Podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, leave us a review on iTunes, and don't forget to sign up for the newsletter.